0: Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman.
1: Hello and welcome to Go For It. This is Joe. Thank you so much for coming back today, this week, this year, and you know what? Just listening to the show, I am so thankful for all of you. Uh, just to have you know, I just celebrated four years on radio, so I'm really excited about being uh, con- uh, on Voice America. So I'm really excited to be here on Voice America, continuous to be on here. So I thank you for all your texts, your emails, your messages. I appreciate each and every one of them because it knows. I know now that you're listening and you're You know you're getting such great content out of this show, and so I'm so appreciative of all of you. And remember, I'm your go for it business coach, and also a real estate investing coach. I'm a best selling author, about to be best selling author. Well, again, hopefully. (laughs) And I help you grow your business and life through the art of mentoring and coaching. You know, I am where I'm at today because of coaches, because of wonderful coaches. And then I also, in turn, do the same for such wonderful, my wonderful clients. And thank you for all for entrusting me with that. So if you're interested, also you can go to johosman.com And there I have a free download. It's called The Power of a Positive Mindset. And there it's the seven steps you can start today to have a positive mindset. Because, you know... I'm all about positivity, even though it doesn't matter what we go through in life, if we can just kind of look, well, not kind of, but look on the bright side and know that there is better to come. And sometimes when we're going through the pain and going through the resistance, it's hard to see that. But when you can look on the outside and just know that there is better out there, it—it it is just powerful. And my wonderful guest expert today is also going to share a lot of his story with us, and just knowing what he's gone through to get to where he's at today is just fantastic. So today, my wonderful guest expert is Coach A.M. Williams, and he is a results coach who specializes in helping experts transform their expertise into high-leverage offers. He is the owner of AN Williams Coaching, uh, LLC, and then his website is www.coacham, and that's A as in Andrew, M as in Michael, so amwilliams.com. He has personally coached and trained numerous executives, lawyers, doctors, recording artists and other coaches and consultants over the past 10 years, but now get this, from a bed bound state. Having been diagnosed with incomplete paraplegia, which is extreme weakness in the legs, Coach AM has discovered the gift of challenges and has mastered the art of transforming adversity into one's greatest advantage. He also is one of the best-selling authors of the book Resilience, Turning Setbacks into Comebacks, and his Yes Go radio show on bsrnradio.com is syndicated across 300 radio stations and reaches international listeners across the UK and North America each month. He has a magnificent obsession in helping high-performing professionals and entrepreneurial, entrepreneurs use leverage to create the life they want. Coach AM, welcome to Go For It.
2: Hi, and welcome. Glad to be here. <laughs>
1: thank, thank you. And I love the name of your radio show, Yes, Go. That's phenomenal. Yes, yes. That is great. So yeah, let's... This,
2: it actually addresses the two biggest um, things that entrepreneurs, the two biggest questions entrepreneurs face every day when challenged with opportunity, which is, uh, number one, should I do this? And number two, when should I start? Mm-hmm. And the answers are yes and go.
1: Yep, that's right. That's right. Um, so, th- and that's so true. Uh, so many people will drag their feet for a long time, and it's like mm-hmm. trying to get them to pull the pull the trigger is. But once they do, then they realize what how life can be transformed into the life that they want. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. let's talk about you. Let's talk about how you got to be where are today. And I am so inspired. So Coach A M and I are in Kyle Wilson's inner circle, and that's how we met. But I just, I'm so inspired by your story and just w- when the different things that you share, I just, I'm like, I knew I had to have you on my radio show. So I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to be on my show. But also let's talk about you because over the past 10 years, you've been in a bedbound state. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that with our listeners?
2: So it literally started back in 2000. You know, as I say in the book, uh, life was sweet. (laughs) In in the year 2000, I had a great career uh, in the financial industry. I was doing exceptionally well. Um, At the time I was married, had a beautiful little baby girl. Uh, I was making about three times salary than what my age was. So I literally thought I was invincible Mm -hmm. at that age. You know, 25, 26 years old. And, um, doing well, I just, life was sweet. But then one day life handed me a card and, um, I found myself in the emergency room thinking that I had pulled a muscle in my groin. When the doctors told me, sir, you have cysts on your spine and we need to operate immediately. Um, and if you don't, you know, it could be dead. It could be deadly. So, um, at that point, everything shifted. It shifted in my life and, I was, I went from thinking that I may have pulled some muscle or something to thinking that, you know, my, my mortality was in question. Mm-hmm. And so with that being the case, I I lent myself to the process of having the surgery. We had the surgery and uh, ironically, about three days after the surgery had taken place, they had released me from the hospital. I was on a, a cane. And I, I literally walked out of the hospital, and I was like, "Wow, okay, I did that." So I felt even more invincible. Um, but in the year 2000, uh, that that surgery happened in '99. In the year 2000, we had a, a real bad ice storm here in North Carolina, and I was standing on a sheet of ice, and my legs just began to separate on their own. Um, in the parking lot, I was standing on the sheet of ice and my legs just getting spread. And I did not have the muscle strength to bring them back together. And my brother had just came up and saw me. I was like, I need your help. And so he helped me to regain my composure and stand. And, uh, when I did, I said, you know, something's wrong. So I went home and, um, I said, I needed to go to the hospital. So we went back to the doctors and he basically told me my gate was off. And uh, the, they were fearing that the shunt had came out upon doing an MRI. The shunt had come out. And so they said, sir, we're going to have to operate again. I was like, Oh no, not a second operation. But considering the success I had on the first one, I figured I would be in there a few days and then I would come out. Well, Um, we had the surgery. It was about eight hours and that surgery was the one that changed my life. Uh, because after I woke up after the surgery, um, I won't tell you what happened in the surgery just yet, but what happened after the surgery was I woke up and they asked me to move my legs and I couldn't do it. They asked me to wiggle my toes and I couldn't do it. At that point, I became very nervous and, uh, the doctors came and, uh, They said, what's going on? And I'm, and that's what made me even more nervous. Well, they diagnosed me quadriplegic and I I took my arms and waved them and said, what do you mean? They said, well, he's not quadriplegic. And then they diagnosed me paraplegic. And then when I showed them that I could somewhat move uh, my legs and I had some control of muscle over there, they said, well, he's not completely paraplegic either. So they came to find out that sensation was limited in my body and they diagnosed me incomplete paraplegic, which basically meant extreme weakness in my legs. Hmm. So um, the, what had happened between 99 and 2000 when I was I lost a ton. I had a ton of scar tissue because I never really learned how to heal the proper way. So when they did the operation again, they had to pull out all that scar tissue, uh, replace the shunt, and it left me extremely weak. Um, and so that within itself presented a challenge. Um, but I felt like I could do the, the therapy and recover. But the um, when I could not move my legs again, it was extremely uh, concerning. And it I just kind of progressed into a, Um, a disability where I was orientated with a side of life I never knew existed, being wheelchair-bound, just being a person with disability. And I had to uh, spend some time in the hospital doing physical therapy. And in that period of time, I just watched the kind of challenges people would have to go through just to do something as simple as lift their arms, Mm -hmm. you know, like they were lifting their hands or be able to take a ball and to throw it to another person things that you know we take for granted and to watch people have to go through retraining the muscles to do that and here i was having to do the same thing it was a pretty amazing um but uh having done that and learning how to navigate in a wheelchair they ended up sending me home and i'm like but i'm not walking Um, but they said, well, you know, we were going to have to, that's going to be something that's going to have to progressively come back. And so I ended up going home and probably about a year or so after that, I started feeling really weird. Um, and I really couldn't explain what was going on. Um, and then after checking over my body, I noticed I had several swollen places on my body. And, uh, I would catch, I would get fevers, massive fevers every day of my life. Um, and I just couldn't explain what was happening. And I said, well, ironically, I didn't want to go back to the doctors because I was so afraid they were going to tell me I needed to have another surgery. So Mm -hmm. I tried to tough it out and I was just ignorant, but I did it. Um, and before I knew it, those several places on my body exploded. They all exploded at the same time. They just all, every one of them. And I was laying on my living room floor, and they had to come and pick me up. Uh, the the MTS came and picked me up and took me back to the hospital. At that time, when they took me in, my temperature was probably 104, 105. Um, I had several places on my body that were massively opened, um, and I was shaking. Uh, unbelievably, they immediately took me in the ICU, uh, had me strapped down on both arms with, I immediately putting in medication. It looked like something out of a, a movie. I, 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 was there, but I didn't know I was there. And so what they discovered after several testing was that I had contracted the mo- one of the most deadliest staph infections known to man called MRSA. Um in the operating room at my last surgery. Um I contracted it in the hospital. Now I spent all this time of my life being well and the sickest I've ever gotten was in a surgery in the hospital. And mm-hmm. so I contracted Mercer in there and it had uh, basically emerged from my emerged from my skin and exploded in several different places. Mm-hmm. And so I spent time in the ICU critical care unit, acute care facilities. I literally was in hospitals, in and out of hospitals and nursing homes and things like that for seven years of my life.
3: Oh, wow. Um,
2: so they even had to get to a place where I couldn't even do physical therapy anymore because of the kind of healing that I had to do. So I was deconditioning. I gained a tremendous amount of weight and, um, there I was finding myself, um, totally disoriented. By that time I was estranged from my wife, my, 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 uh, my daughter, um, my family. I lost 95% of my friends, 90% of my income. Um, I was staying in the hospital in four and five month stretches. Um, it was, it was a very interesting time in my life. But during that time, I kept hearing a voice tell me something in my life could be leveraged to create something that I wanted. And I had no idea what that meant at all. All I knew was that I was in the hospital and here I was in this situation and I was in my 30s and I was saying, why is this happening to me? I was mad at God, I was mad at the world. I was mad at my ex for leaving, I was mad at everyone. Mm -hmm. And I just could not understand why this was happening to me in my life. And that voice just kept coming back over and over. Something in your life could be leveraged to create something that you want. So I tell people, I never really knew how to be disabled. So because of that, I was trying to do things that you just don't do as a person with a disability. Um, so the one thing I did was I completely ignored the fact I had a disability and I just wouldn't let it stop me from doing anything. So, um, when I was in physical therapy, I would coach people. I I would like encourage people and motivate them. Yes. go on. Give me two more steps. Like I'm a patient and I'm Mm -hmm. doing this to other patients. Mm -hmm. Um, I, when the doctors were coming in and they were like, Mr. Williams, um, I know you wanted to hear this. I'm like, why are you so sad? What's going on with your day? And, And people would come and visit me and, they would have something on their mind and they thought they were coming to encourage me and I was encouraging them. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was mm-hmm. coming to try to encourage you and you you helping me. And mm-hmm. until one day somebody said, you are one hell of a coach. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I don't I don't coach football. I don't coach basketball. I don't do any of that. Mm-hmm. They said, no, you're like a life coach. You're a motivator and stuff. So, well, I didn't know what the life coach was. Mm-hmm. So I went online and looked it up. And I got a, I actually saw a course where I could get certified in coaching and I did it online while I was in the hospital. Oh, and got certified Ill. to become a coach. Uh-huh. And uh, at the same time I was like, Man, I I wanna motivate people. I you know, I wanna do more of this and I found out how to create an uh radio show online and I started my own radio show online in the hospital. And Joe, it was so amazing because the doctors would actually tell the nurses to put a sign on the door that said, do not disturb. He's recording. Oh, so my, so cool. my, my hospital room became my office uh-huh. and it was my studio. It was everything. And I found myself, I was recording a show and all I was doing was just talking and telling people the importance of being motivated and, um, and not allowing yourself to be conditioned by your condition. And, um, I, I just, I just did, I just kept going over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again. And, um, before you know it, people started responding to the show.
1: That is awesome. And, and Coach AM, we do, we do have to, we do have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to hear a lot sure. more about this because. This has been, this is so phenomenal. I have, t- I've already taken a whole page of notes. I just want you to know, but this is so phenomenal. <laughs> but when we come back, ladies and gentlemen, um, I don't know about you, but I'm in awe myself just listening to this story. So when we come back and you can also go to coach AM's website and it's coachamwilliams.com for more information on him as well, or call in for the live show. It is And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break.
2: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
1: I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit joehosman.com. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com
2: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain
0: firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you are listening to go for it To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It.
1: Welcome back to Go For It with my wonderful guest today, Coach A.M. Williams. Holy buckets. If you listen to the first part of the show, wow, I am just in awe. Uh, Something Coach AM said is when he was going through everything he was going through, he kept hearing this voice saying something in your life can be leveraged to create something you want. And that's what kept you going, isn't it, Coach AM? Yeah, indeed. But you never knew what that – well, let's talk about the radio show. So you were in the hospital and you were, you know, you're doing your radio show, which is fantastic. I actually do the same thing because I do this out of my home. So I actually put the same note on my door, my front door, so I don't have anybody come and knock on it while I'm, while I'm recording the show. But that's so funny because that's such respect that the doctors and nurses gave you. I think that's fantastic.
2: Yes, it was pretty amazing. And I think the amazing thing for me was that people started responding yes. and calling in and asking questions. Yes. Um, that kind of validated the effort. Mm -hmm. And, um, then when I started telling people, you know, this is your life coach, A.M. Williams, um, that took it to a different level Mm -hmm. because people were asking, well, what does A.M. mean? And it came down to, um, someone told me, it's like, do you realize A.M. means bringer of the light? Oh, Mm -hmm. bringer of the light. So I, I, I studied awareness. I mean, everything I could study pertaining to the power of awareness, I did. So when they Mm -hmm. told me that A.M. meant bringer of the light, I said, okay, that's it. You know, everything is A.M. Williams from now on. Mm -hmm. Because what I believe God has really blessed me with is the ability to raise people's level of awareness about who they are and what they have the power to do. So I I was doing this as an unconscious competent Mm-hmm. with the radio show and then telling people as a life coach, AM Williams, I'm I'm doing this, doing that. So um, little did I know that people would start taking me up on that offer. And Joe, I had my first clients in a hospital. Oh my in a goodness. Hospital bed.
1: Well and Coach AM, we I do have a caller we have a caller on hold. So we have Linda on hold. So Linda, welcome to sure. go for it. Well
3: hi. Good morning AM
1: Good morning. So how are I you today, Lynn?
3: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, I, I, I don't I, I think I have to apologize, but I don't have a question. I just have a comment to Coach AM, and um, I admire you a ton. You oh, don't, God
2: bless you. you don't, Thank you so much.
3: You don't, you don't focus on your limitations, do you?
2: No. Um, literally, I come from the mindset of don't be conditioned by your condition. Um, it doesn't yeah. matter really what you go through life as it, as it is how you respond to it. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I, uh, my friend of mine, Louis Fonsor, he says, impossibility is nothing more than a degree of difficulty. And it really doesn't matter exactly. whether you have a state of disability or anything. It's just once you realize, it's just the possibility is nothing but more than a degree of difficulty. Once you right. challenge yep. your limits, you can do yep. the impossible.
3: Yeah. To me, it's like your physical weakness became your huge strength.
2: Yes. that's that, what that you that. Napoleon Hill talked about that. Mm-hmm. He talked about that in Think so, and Grow Rich. He says every adversity brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage. Mm-hmm. And it does. Well,
3: anyway, I uh, I just wanted to say a few words to you and to thank you for coming on. I really appreciated your story, and um, it just kind of... Almost, I almost needed a Kleenex, but I, I I really admire your determination, your motivation, and your self-discipline to what you are doing today.
2: Thank you for your kind words,
1: Linda. Thank you, Linda. Well,
3: you're welcome. You, I'll, I'll keep listening. So you take care and um, keep on going, am.
1: Thank you. God bless. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Linda. God bless. Bye. Bye. Wow, powerful already, huh, Am? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's just just words of your wisdom and your "Don't be conditioned by your condition" is phenomenal. So, and even getting your first client when you're still in the hospital room or hospital bed from you know your radio show is—did they know you were still in the hospital, or did they even they question? It, did they knew. even care? Oh, they never
2: knew. They never even asked. They didn't even ask. They didn't know. And ironically, it wasn't until several years later that I even told anybody. Oh, um, wow. Because I had had clients when I went home from the hospital. Uh, The thing of it was that my doctor said, we're going to let you go home, but we still need you to be in a therapy bed. Um, And I was like, okay, well, I'll do that another four or six weeks. Well, those four or six weeks turned into 10 years. In a bed bound state, 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's kind of interesting when I hear people tell me I've been quarantined for four months. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'm like, try 10 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but interestingly enough, in that period of time, I built my coaching practice. I built my radio show presence. Um, I went, accomplished several degrees. I'm now doing my dissertation to get my doctorate degree. Um, I built a six-figure, multiple six-figure coaching business. I trained uh, sales teams internationally. Um, I've I've done a lot. I did a lot from a bed-bound state. Uh, And people never even knew it until I made it an issue and started telling people that I was doing it from a bed-bound state.
1: Right. Well, but I also think that's very encouraging to people that knowing that no matter, like you said, knowing, not, not knowing is okay too, but knowing them will also give more appreciation, I think, and just knowing what people are going through, that it gives them encouragement to know that they can do it as well.
2: Indeed. And I really believe that's where don't be, don't be conditioned by your condition Mm -hmm. turned into Mm -hmm. leverage without limits because it was then that I realized, um, when I heard the quote, every adversity, um, brings with it the seed of an equivalent advantage. I realized that what I was going through was that thing that could be leveraged to create the, create something that I wanted. Um, and that whatever it is that a person wants is ultimately defined as a result in life and so if I wanted to have a better quality of life, there was something in my life that could be leveraged to create that. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wanted, um, I knew that I wanted to be able to, to grow in my profession. So I went and educated myself and I leveraged what I learned to increase my business and I utilized my business in school as I kind of put myself on my own table through different courses and projects or whatever else and get the benefit of the expertise of my professors to grow my business. Mm -hmm. So I was using them interchangeably to build each one of them up. And uh, that positioned me to increase my client base, to cater to a different level of client, And I don't think that there's been a client I've had that ever cared about me being in, you know, uh, a wheelchair or whether I was in a bedbound state or anything. Uh, many of them tell me it's not a crutch, it's a cake. Right. Uh, because it kind of eliminates the excuses that exactly. people give themselves for not pursuing their dreams.
1: Exactly. I think you hit it right on the head, too, when you talked about people complaining about being quarantined for four months versus being bedbound for 10 years. I mean, and look at all the things you've accomplished. You know, I was so proud of myself. I went back and got my MBA in my 40s. And then I was going to go on to get my doctorate and my PhD. And um, I stopped myself, but I'm still thinking about it. So now that you said that, I'm like, oh, maybe I will go back and pursue that avenue as well. It's just something that's always been inside me to do. So there, I mean, you gave me motivation to do it as well. So I think that's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so let's talk about now, so you've been coaching now for 10 years, and you coach all over the world, and is it more life coaching, or is it more business coaching, or what is it now that you focus mainly on?
2: It's about results. Results, okay. Um, There's some people, you know, they use life coaching, some business coaching. Mm -hmm. What I realize is that whether it's business, having coached professionals, having coached Um, all kinds of professionals, entrepreneurs, six-figure earners, seven-figure earners, eight-figure earners. Um, Everybody wants a result in life. And everything they do is about getting a result. Um, They grow their businesses to get a different result. They improve their health to get a different result. They want to optimize their productivity so that they can get a different result. So everything is about results. And it was through, once I really understood that, I went from being a life coach to a business coach to basically a results coach. Because I believe what my business and what my life exemplifies is the ability to get results. Um, it doesn't really matter what your condition is. It doesn't matter what your disposition, it doesn't matter what your challenge is in life. You could leverage something in your life to be able to create more of what it is that you want. Once you understand the truth about who you are and what you have the power to do, Mm -hmm. you really move out of the realm of limitations and into what I call a limitless mindset Mm -hmm. or limitless success. Mm -hmm. And that's just a success without limitations. There's literally nothing that you are bound or unable to do once you know the truth about who you are and, you know, how you've been created and what you have the power to do.
1: Mm -hmm. One, One thing I find with a lot of my clients is fear, Fear holds them back and the fear of what other people will say about them. So, what do you find with your clients that is the one major thing that holds them back?
2: I think it is the dynamic of um, the dark path of change. That's what I call fear.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: The dark path of change. It's like I always say, the commentary between our personal and professional goals are the steps necessary it takes to achieve them. Uh, but when obstacles become limitations, the question becomes, how do you make it to the top when you can't take the stairs? Mm-hmm. How do you progress forward uh, when life paralyzes your potential um, and you're left with no other option than the journey, the dark path to change? It's scary for some people. It's very scary because, you know, when you... You wake up one morning and you can't move your legs. You can't wiggle your toes. It's a different it's a different world. Um, and some people have a desire that is screaming inside them to do something else. Um, yet, the person that they have been in life all this time is telling them you're crazy if you think you can do that. And uh, we have come to identify that as, uh, a value conflict. Well, wh- that's what we, you know, we recognize and in coaching and psychology that that's what you call a value conflict where what you desire to do in life is in, is not in alignment with who you have been in life all this time. And so that's where the questioning comes into place. Well, what if you fail? Mm-hmm. What if you don't, um, succeed? You know, what are they going to say about you? What are people going to think about you once you fail or, um, you know, or, you know, once you blow it? Everybody's afraid, of, you know, this shame, this ridicule, all of this stuff that's happening. And, and even some people didn't get into anxiety about mm-hmm. it, but yes. Yes. the uh, the whole deal of it is, is that if you're not pursuing what you what you want in life, you're already failing hmm that's
1: right and hey, I think and, um, a lot of people have, yeah. a, they have a hard time we do have I just want to let you know we do have like three minutes until break but I think a lot sure. of people have that hard time like when I first started a business back in 2005 I talk about this all the time on the show but I had so many people say to me you're never going to make it you're going to fail I started a virtual business before social media before virtual is actually a thing really and people A lot of people were on board with it, but, you know, the ones that I kind of valued their opinion didn't quite think so. And I really had to show my uh, Werenthal to really go after what I wanted and make sure that I wasn't going to fail at it. Um, There's other things I've tried and I have failed at it. I mean, it's just the way it is, you know. But once you start going and going after and go for it and go for what you want in your life, even if you do fail, at least it depends on what your terminology of fail means. But at least you've tried it. At least you've went after it. And then hiring a coach like you, am they can definitely get those results and really go after um, what it is that they're going for.
2: Yeah, it's it's very uh, and, and 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 just like yourself. You know, the thing of it is, I I I'm very particular about you know even when I seek out mentors and coaches i don't really you know if people tell me they don't take chances i'm 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 leery of that person mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because that means they've chosen to live a life that's safe and disappointed
1: right right
2: that's right my life is nothing else that's represented adventure
0: <laughs> I love that
2: <laughs> you know it, it it's all about <laughs> adventure and, um yep. you haven't lived until you've been in a wheelchair and it hydroplanes out the front door um oh. Oh. While you're trying to take out the trash. Um, oh or you're at the top of the stairs in a manual wheelchair and people are grabbing on you and you, and they let you go and you go down 26 steps. Oh, oh my gosh. Did I plan it? No. But did I laugh when I got down to the bottom? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, or when your therapist is rolling you and she, all of a sudden her hand slip and now you're going down this hill. I mean, there's certain things in life That just make it funny and make it interesting. You know, it just gives you a rush to be able to say, okay, I could fail. But what I recognize is that the people who are really go-getters in life, they don't want to be attached to anything this easy.
1: That's right. Because
2: they understand high risk, high reward.
1: That's right. Yep, that's absolutely right. Well, and ladies and gentlemen, we come back after break and, Coach a, and when we come back after break, Coach A.M., when we come back after break, we'll just talk about what your future plans are and what you're you know, doing. And um, gosh, I could just talk with you, I think, all day. <laughs> anyway, when we come back after break, ladies and gentlemen, we'll wrap up the show. But it has just been so phenomenal. And um, we still have quite a bit of time left to hear from him as well. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break.
3: Voice America is available on your Google-connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Try it today. Are you tired of being just the status quo? Are you tired of not earning what you are worth? Most of my clients have fear to blame for that. Overcoming fear and feeling empowered helps navigate you to becoming your better self. As one of my clients says, Joe, you are a shining light in a dark world. Wow, that says a lot. Let's get you going to becoming your better self and recognizing when fear and obstacles come into your life. We all have fear and we need to overcome it in order to go for it. Let's help propel you to live your best life. Contact me at joehosman.com. I have a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Learn how to maximize your business through the art of a mastermind. Being in a mastermind group can help propel you farther in life and business. Plus, you can also help others in their life and business. A mastermind group is defined as a peer-to-peer mentoring concept used to help members solve their problems with input and advice from the other group members. Since you are listening to the show, there is a place for you in my next mastermind group. For more information, visit JoeHosman.com.
0: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It.
1: Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my fantastic guest, Coach A.M. Williams. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I am truly, truly, truly inspired. And um, Coach A.M., I just appreciate you telling us about your story but you know, I really wanted to know, and I know we talked about this on break. But I really want to know how how you do all this and how you make it all work. Because I'm sure there, you know, some days are more challenging than others, and I know that's for all of us. But especially being bed bound. But how how do you make this all work?
2: Well, I've been able to achieve a lot of amazing things uh, from an interesting position in life, but. It all happened because of a gift guy Grace with called adaptive resilience. And it's not just isolated to me. It's something that rests within all of us. In fact, mm-hmm. I believe that fewer things will contribute more to your path to greatness than the power of adaptive resilience. If you're going to, adaptive resilience actually gives you the power to stay true to who you are. And what is adaptive resilience? It is Mark Robinson, he's a uh, uh, he. He wrote a, a, a couple of white papers and things on uh, from the, in the arts and council. It's, it's a term that's used in arts, um, and it has uh, talks about it's the capacity to remain productive and true to core purpose and identity while absorbing disturbance and adapting with integrity in response to changing circumstances. If I was to shorten that. Um, it would basically be to the ability to embrace adversity, adapt or make the pivot with integrity, not losing who you are, being able to make the pivot and thrive. So it's about it's most people talk about overcoming adversity, but. Mm-hmm. All adversity is not something for you to overcome. In fact, you—I realized that it was my adversity that gave me the leverage I needed to mature, to grow my business, to achieve everything Mm -hmm. I needed. So I didn't—I didn't overcome it. I learned how to dance with it.
1: That's right. Yeah. uh, Yep. No true words have been spoken. I, I totally wholeheartedly agree with you because of adversity in my life as well. And it's yours. I mean, that's what's got me to you, you grow and you dance through it and you keep moving on. Um, uh, when my husband was so sick and actually passing away, I just kept saying, just bring it on, bring it on. Everything was like falling apart that summer. And yet I just kept saying, bring it on because we just adapt through it and we keep going on with it. And we and I thought to myself, if I could help one person from the adversity that I went through, it's well worth my time, and it's well worth everything that I've went through. And just knowing that, you know, helping now I can't even say countless numbers of people, uh, probably hundreds of people. It's it's been a true blessing, and it's just knowing that. And with you as well, Coach Am, just knowing that you're able to give back to people and um, through your adversity. But you, you know, you danced through it, you got through it, and you went through it, and you're still going through it. And you're able to help people the way you do. And, and just being able, and the greatest thing is, in this time that we live on, it's virtual, right? By phone, by messenger, I mean, by um, uh, Zoom, all those different things. Anything is achievable if you actually put your mind through it. And um, so I pr- so appreciate you and what you're saying about the um, adaptive resilience because did you, it did it come to you right away or did it did you have to learn that through the time? It was it was
2: revealed. My mentor asked me when he went. And I told him about everything I was going through. He asked me a very powerful question. He said, "What's the gift in it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the gift in all of the hard things you went through in life?" And it ref, it it caused me to reframe my mindset. It reframed the way I thought about things because everything I was talking about I was experiencing through the lens of a victim. Mm -hmm. But when I said, what's the gift in it, I was experiencing life through the lens of gratitude. Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely.
2: I was grateful for it coming in my life. I was Mm -hmm. grateful for the challenge. I was grateful for the adversity and when you train your mind to see things through the lens of gratitude, you expect good things to come to you. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that's the part that many people miss, Joe. And I know you experienced this with your clientele. Mm-hmm. They try to pr- they process life through the lens of disappointment, yes. and then wonder why it's so hard to be successful. Yes. If you're yeah. going to experience success, you have to reframe or re or reset your mindset. You have to change your mindset to see things through the lens of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And once you begin to see things through the lens of gratitude, you can expect good things to come to you. And it's the expectation uh, that you set for yourself that good is coming to me that allows you to achieve or really receive good coming into your life. Because that's what we are here to do—to be receptacles of good. It's um, right. not so much of achieving because it's there. But we, once we begin to see things through the lens of gratitude, we make it possible for good things to come into our lives mm-hmm. and, and 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 achieve at a different or you know receive and produce and manifest at a that's different right.
1: level. That's right. Do people ask uh, ask you? well i suppose it's kind of the same thing but how do you have just from that one question is is that how you changed your attitude because you know as brian tracy says develop that attitude of gratitude you know so so thank you to everyone you meet for everything they do for you but also um was it just you know that question probably started it but was it through a lot of um did you take trainings because i took a lot of I don't know about trainings, I don't know if you call them trainings, but the power of positive thinking, you know, all those type of um, webinars I'd listen to, and I'd go to meetings and stuff like that, and it really helped helped me, and this was back in my early 30s, so this was before anything even happened, but it really helped me change my mindset. You know, I I do this little turn with with my hand, I'm like, I switch off the, the one and I turn on the light bulb and I say, you know what? I'm going to be grateful for what's happening. I'm going to have that gratitude for what's happening because there's always a lesson in it and there's always a gift in it. And it's always finding that gift is what keeps inspiring me to go on even further. So was that the same for you? And just when, when your mentor asked you that question, what's the gift in all this? And did you also have to undergo like more trainings and those type of things?
2: Well, it did, but it kind of put me on a fast track for it, because you mentioned the dynamic of all of the personal development material. Like when we, and, and it was really prevalent. What 10 years ago, a lot of people were turning to books for everything. Yep. And I, I heard um, uh, Michael Gerber say one time, the author of the myth, he said, um, learn to know. He said, there's a lot, of, there's millions of people that read my book, but they didn't read it to know. Right. Amen. They read it just to read it. They didn't, they yeah. didn't take the time. Like they, they took the money to purchase the book, but they didn't take the time to learn how to apply the book
1: That's right in their okay.
2: lives. And that was the biggest hole with personal development because people kept saying, well, I read the book, I read the book, I read the book, but you didn't learn how to apply what's in the book and therefore it couldn't benefit you. So what mentors and what my mentor helped me to do was to turn me back to the information and say, see how this works in your life. What's the gift in this? He was turning me back to what he was teaching me and literally causing me and provoking me to see application in what he was teaching mm-hmm. me. And that was the most powerful thing in life. Yes, it did take training, but I, I learned how to perceive education differently. I, mm-hmm. I sought it with application. It mm-hmm. wasn't just enough to be informed. I needed to know how to implement it so that it could change my life.
1: Right, right absolutely and I, same way with me uh, you learn you have to learn how to implement it to be able to change your life you can say it all day long just like you know when people cuz same thing with me when they read my book they go oh you're such an inspiration well that's not what I that's not the purpose of the book the purpose of the book was to release pain and release those kind of things but also helping other people um And yeah, you know, people think that, that's fine, but I wanted them to be able to be inspired themselves. I wanted them to know that they could go on and that doesn't matter what adversity hits you as long as you can create that positive attitude and that attitude of gratitude. It's, that's what really helped me go on. It's helped you go on. It's helped lots of people go on. And so I know when you're coaching and, you know, you, you really get out there and you really um, help the people see that and do that and then get the results that they want as well. So Coach AM, unfortunately, we're at the end of the show. <laughs> I could talk with you oh, like man, all day great. long. I mean, this has just been phenomenal. And I so appreciate all the wisdom that you gave us. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. But also thank you for showing the how. The how that you, you, know, you keep moving forward each and every day. And that is a true, true blessing. And, you know, that adaptive resilience and how you can teach others to do that is fantastic. So what I ask all my wonderful guest experts is at the end of the show, if there's, well, first of all, if there's anything you want to offer to my worldwide audience, it's fantastic. And then any parting words you'd like to leave for them.
2: Well, I would just simply tell them to go to CoachAMWilliams.com. We have got a plethora of things to help you, no matter where you are in your business or your life. We have some. We have something to offer you, a solution to offer you to help you achieve results in the areas of your life where it matters most. So, please go to CoachAMWilliams.com. I'd love to, um, you know, in, in take out take a look at what we have. Or you go and find me on social media. Actually, you can connect with me at Facebook.com. I think is. Forward slash coach AM Williams. Um I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter. Uh but yeah, check me out on Facebook, we can have some conversation and some dialogue. I'd love to speak with you. Love to hear your comments from the show. Make sure you're connecting with Jill here and uh because there's some great information here as well, so I want to make sure that you stay locked in here cuz this is a great source of information. Um and and continue to stay locked in with her, but um, Joe, I have something special I like to leave with your audience. If you, um, yes, if you don't mind, I like to share this with them, kind of like my my departing impartation.
3: Absolutely. Um,
2: I said earlier, my friend Louis Mansour once said, "impossibility is nothing more than a degree of difficulty." Mm-hmm. And so, what I want you to come away from this is understanding that the road to your destination is possible. And you may have to journey a different path. And sometimes you may even have to take the journey, the dark path of change. But once you adopt the adaptive resilience mindset, you will commit to raising your level of leadership and you will effectively achieve your goals and dreams. You will expand your influence and experience exponential growth, growth. You will move into higher dimensions and achieve success at levels never before imagined. You will separate yourself from the good and become great. Succeed where others have failed. You will do the impossible and blaze a trail for others to follow. You will awaken with the intent to make a difference in the lives of those you serve. You will increase your value so that you can pour more into the lives of others. You will trail in waters where others have drowned and you will pursue business with persistent passion and relentless discipline because you have greatness within you and will achieve success by default. And finally you will persist despite the obstacles and challenges you face Mm -hmm. because you have what it takes to make the world shake. Therefore you will build your future and let history tell the story. Mm
1: -hmm. Powerful. Thank you so much, Coach Am. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on my show today and just giving us your words of wisdom. It has just been an absolute treasure, and um, I can't wait because after the show, that I post is also on Facebook and all the social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, all those, Instagram, I believe, yes, Instagram. So yes, uh, thank you so much, and ladies and gentlemen. Phenomenal show, right? I mean, I'm just like in awe. I'm just, whew. Okay. So to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, you can also check out my website, joehasman.com. And if you like, you can email me about Coach AM, and I can send you, I always forward it right on to the guest expert because I want them to get your information as well. So um, always remember. You are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today and be great always. And along the way, show some kindness and love wherever you go. Be a blessing to others. We all need that, right? So have a great week. God bless. And we're going to see you here next week for another exciting show.
0: Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.